Just thinking. That I've never wanted to get a haircut more than when I can't get one. Because <laughs> it's like... Just at the length where it's still probably like three months out before it's long. Yeah. And I can like put it in a ponytail or something. At le- It's at least, if not longer than that. Um, but it's just... I'm I'm on the fence if I'm like, well, not really on the fence. I can't really go get it cut yeah. right now anyways. But I'm debating on whether or not to just let it grow out more. Yeah, I had the thought about a week ago that uh, I've been in beanie territory for the last, like, I don't think I've not worn a beanie for three or four months now. Yeah, I think... Uh, like- yeah, including every like, time we've recorded, I've, I think you've been wearing I've, one. I've had it, yeah, since since the frumpy time of uh, my hair getting that length. I just, just because of how fucking thick my hair is, I just don't wear hair, hats that much. Like, I was talking about my, uh, my sister was over the other day and we were talking about it. How it's just like, yeah, even in the winter, I don't really, unless it's like super fucking cold and windy yeah. out, I, I usually don't wear a hat. I I do in the winter because my ears get cold. Yeah. No matter how long my hair is. Yeah, yeah, they are. Same with I, I I can't I don't know how people can especially people who don't wear hats can wear non hooded jackets in the winter. Oh yeah, yeah no I that, can, that is I get yeah I guess I don't wear a hat but I will wear a hood a lot. Oh okay. but yeah that that combination is mind boggling to me. It's like how. Uh, I don't know. I I go nuts if I'm outside for like three seconds without my hood up. I generally just don't like jackets or, yeah, jackets or sweatshirts without hoods. Mm -hmm. It's a weird feeling. I just like the option. Mm -hmm. Even even if I don't, it's the thing of I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. I agree with that. But it also limits the, like, styles of jackets I'll wear. I suppose. Because it's just like, it's like I've got a kind of like a, uh, a tracksuit jacket that look, that I really like the style of, but it's just like, uh, I might want to use a hood though at some yeah. point today. So it's like, I, I won't it's hard. It. It's hard to work it right yeah. or to make, to make it work right with uh, the situation. Exactly. You know, work it. Work it out. Work it out. No, work it out. Dang, 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 dang. We'll need we'll need uh, that in the song. Dang, 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 dang. Everybody, clap your hands. Oh, I wish I could clap like that guy. I just watched in the video clapping his hands. Like a fish. He was a force to be reckoned with, dude. You're just be clapping your hands like a fish. Yep. And, uh... And I, I um, will always love you. See, normally she goes up high, but I went to low on that. I can't remember how the, how the lyric goes that I'm trying to think of. A slapper running up the salmon floating upstream. Oh, the salmon is? <laughs> yeah. How does, how does shake your body like shake a salmon like floating a, I couldn't think. I couldn't, think of, what the, I couldn't think of what the verb was. Upstream, 
again. I, uh, last year I fell into, into a hole of, uh, Chemical Brothers stuff and that, that kept popping up on my, uh, suggestions. They get, uh, mentioned a lot, uh, on Hardcore Listing, because one of the dudes on there just always is like, dude, Chemical Brothers. Chemical Brothers. Man, well, dude, the Chemical, man, Chemical Well, Brothers. Chemical Brothers is such a specific... Like early in a good way, he brings it up. But yeah, yeah, but it's it's, it, it's it's such a specific like before EDM electronic yes, music. Yes. Before yeah, before the market got saturated with electronic music, it was still. I mean, it was still sad. It was still pretty heavy at that it's still, point. It was still a big music scene, but it's like... They were innovative, though. So, like, they, there was still time to be innovative at that point. Well, I think the big transition was when it, like, got changed from being called techno to, to, EDM. to EDM and just dance music in general. Yeah. But one argument I'll make is most dance music is electronic in some way so e- yeah yeah e- just specify There's not a lot of contemporary dance music yeah it's like the closest i can think of is like salsa or something like that mm-hmm. like salsa dancing it's like yeah i don't think they use any electric instruments in that but and that one and um that that era in the late 90s early 2000s when modern swing music was way in <laughs> <laughs> hey man i because yeah, everybody I'll dig wants on, to jump, jive, and wail. I'll dig on some electro swing. I'm talking about like Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> oh, oh, like oh, the, the swing <laughs> jump, jive, and yeah. Where you got it? God, that song is fucking yeah. Uh, Zoot right Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The 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 actual swing dance craze. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. There was, and it was like a half a year. Big band was way in. <laughs> I'm hoping at some point between 2020 and 2029, we get even if it's ironic, some kind of resurgence of like flapper girls. I mean, it is the 20s. If we are in the middle of the 20s. It's the ro- it's, we're in the 20s. We're in. We're it's the fucking roaring 20s right now. <laughs> You know, I had I've always had the thought when I was a kid growing not always, but for a while I had the thought growing up like we're gonna enter the twenties again and the Roaring Twenties was so cool, what's our twenties gonna be like? And I've always kind of entertained that thought that it's just gonna be a weird dystopian twenties in comparison I mean, and now here we are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Although one could argue with And then the thirties are gonna be freaking awesome. Um if we're going by how the last thirties went. Well, right, we're gonna get the polar opposite. So, so I'm thinking <laughs> things are gonna go way up this time. I'm thinking we might get, we might, we might get just, a, just, just yeah, just a sequel to the thirties, where it's just like yeah, it's uh, bread lines, but everything's in HD. Ooh. <laughs> That's depressing, <laughs> but let's we've been we've been vamping. Let's let's get into the main bit the of meat it. of the uh, yeah um, of the swamp of the we're not even in the swamp this week. It's the 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 crown jewel of. The... We've been taking a vacation from the away from the swamp for the past like month and a half. Or yeah, something. it's been a bit. Yeah, um, we have at least done an episode post pandemic. I feel yeah, like. yeah, we've done a couple. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we've, we've done a couple, like, at least one or two normal episodes, though. Yeah, no, I think we've done, like, at least, like, three or four. Hold on, hold on. I guess it's been going on a while. Yeah, no, no, we... It's, um... Because, yeah, that was going on before we switched to the other... Before we switched to the, the studio room. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we did the uh, the travel guide and the Federation travel guide and all that stuff over in the other room too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all that stuff has been post, yeah, post time, yeah, post office, post b- before times. Yes, yes. But uh, we've been vamping for a while, so let's get into it. I'm Meryl, and I'm Eric. And this is, um, I guess, one things I hate about you. This is yeah. another another side episode. We're still, we're kind of. This is the, I guess the. I guess we've never really said this on the on the show before, but we're kind of doing the a bunch. Storm. Well, no, we're just kind of doing a bunch of one off episodes leading up to episode fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. Where our big plan is to come back in full action with actual video yes. episodes. Yes. Did we mention that last week? I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember if we've... I know we've talked about uh, talked about the break in general because we were talking about a week or two ago. I think how that we're kind of brainstorming ideas once we're done with Swamp Thing too of things that we're kind of yeah I think interested I, in talking about. But I don't think we ever fully mentioned that we're it's specifically we're taking a break between uh, for episode fifty yeah, to be yeah. like the big milestone. Um, yeah. So yeah, if we haven't talked about if that, if we haven't here, this is it. This is about like minute, minute this and is, a half of this us. This is why. This is this is what we're doing, and why you're not hearing about the the inhabitants of Huma, Huma, oh. Louisiana. Why don't you come on down to Huma? You uh, get yourself some. Uh, what was it called? Uh, skillets. Skillets. I wanted to say griddlers, but I knew it wasn't griddlers. Griddlers is close. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> It's a it's a hot surface that you cook food on. Mm-hmm. Griddlers, the grid, no grid, yeah. griddlers is their heated competition. <laughs> you see, Ooh, skil- from the north, skillets has their crawfish boil, but griddlers has their crawdad boil. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I was really hoping you were just going to say something gross. Like, you know, because Skillets has their crawfish boil, but Griddler's just has a bucket of, you know, just... A bucket of severed peanut. <laughs> uh, they have a whole bucket of uh, unrefrigerated jello. Uh, I don't know why unrefrigerated jello initially sounds never, disgusting. Never but refrigerated yet, so it's still so it's just water. it's like a like a yeah. red bowl of water, almost almost off the stove. <laughs> oh, see, we we microwave our jello in our house. <laughs> uh, that's the real way to do it. I haven't made I haven't made jello in a long time. That's like time. future jello. It's the dipping dots of jello. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's weird. Uh, Dippin' Dots suck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is my hot take. Dippin' Dots fucking are the worst. They're You're the not sh- a fan? They're, no, I'm not. I'd rather just have some ice cream. Oh, no. Oh, no. I kind of like Dippin' Dots. They're, 
They're different. I never. I, I feel like I never get a satisfying enough amount when the I'm portions of Dip and Dats are scrawny, or just like because I feel like you always, you almost always get Dip and Dots, and you're served. You have to eat them with that like shitty little wooden paddle. Yeah, it's, it's almost a spoon. Yeah. But... Yeah, but yeah, like you said, like a little paddle with a little bit of like a divot or something in it. Yeah, and you just can't get enough because it's like dipping dots themselves. There are the dots are already like aerated, so they're already pretty light and fluffy. Mm-hmm. So just the fact that you're not getting a huge amount of them, on top of the fact that they're already so light, yeah, it just feels like you're not getting anything. At least well, for then me. also by I, I know that the whole point of them was like they get really they're really cold and they're supposed to last longer. But mm-hmm. you're by individualizing the dots, you're creating there's more pockets and, for air to get yeah, into. So yeah. you're you're I don't know. It's not. I feel like your dipping dots are going to melt, even if they are colder, quote unquote. They're still going to melt at the same rate as a bowl of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's I, I'm not sure, but I think it's they're like freeze dried. Okay. okay. So they so they're like um, they might be freeze dried. I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been at a zoo or like a carnival or someplace that serves that has dots. Yeah. I, I've always only ever gotten them when I was a kid. We used to go to Noah's Ark a bunch. So I would get them mm. at Noah's Ark. And like it was cool, but Noah's Ark is always super summer and you're already kind of wet. So eating them became like I, there's no way to eat them without dripping water all over it. Yeah. And kind of, I don't know, it was a weird, it was a weird attempt. Some fucking dessert of the future. I do enjoy. I what. do enjoy them, and I. But I do have the big gripe too. Of uh, I don't think I've ever eaten a bowl of Dippin' Dots without accidentally spilling a few. Here's my th- here's my thing that could probably improve or a, a dip dish and, of Dippin' Dots. Uh, but you know what probably improve Dippin' Dots? Um, let's hear it. Freeze them and form them on a stick. Just have them be a Dippin' Dots. That bar. might not be bad. Yeah, just have them be an ice cream bar, but made of Dippin' Dots. My fear of that, though, would be if I took the first bite, would all the rest of it crumble around the bank? Like, if you take that too is, yeah. too percussive of a bite, or too... Just vigorous. Yeah. yeah. However, I have that same fear with most ice cream bars in general. If it's, like, an ice cream with, like, chocolate, like, the kind of hard chocolate on the outside, then I have that fear of, like, if oh, I'm going to take too percussive of... Yeah. Two bites and the shell's and just going to explode. Yeah, the shell's going to crack yeah. off in a huge sheet and... Leave you with exposed ice cream. Mm, exposed cream. Mm, that fleshy oh. inside. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, besides dipping dots, what, 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 what do you feel like talking about? Um, oh, you know, um, Things. Things, huh? I've got uh, a uh, list here started. <laughs> yeah. It says uh, random day question mark. And uh, I've got topics to talk about underneath. Well, here's something we can talk which I about. I left open. I've been, I uh, restarted watching uh, The Orville again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Orville was fun. Yeah, that's the, uh, for people who don't know, it's the kind of Seth MacFarlane-led um, kind of spin-off, or not spin-off, but like 
their take on a Star Trek universe, a Star yes. Trek type yes. show. Um, so it's like Star. It, it's still. I, I will say it's not almost as, a satire, but it's not. It's uh, it's not as like cynical as Family Guy. It's still ha- it's still in a world that is a future that is as hopeful as yes, Star Trek. Very true. But it is definitely a world where it's still like, yeah, you can have an episode about the a character only pees once a year so they're they're so it's a the, really yeah they're going to their planet for that celebration um yeah so it's it's kind of like star trek but they can do vaguely dirty jokes like yes i was watching one where um a character basically had a porn addiction on the uh, like a holodeck <laughs> porn addiction and it's just like now that's something they would never actually cover on Star Trek, right. but would be a real thing. Would be like, yeah, no, that'd definitely be a fucking problem mm-hmm. if there was like, if you could really definitely DS Nine Star Trek too with Quark being a thing and having Quark's bar where you had the hollow suites and so, would rent them out to people. There's a very gross thing with the hollow suites. Um, there's like a one-off line. But Quark has to have someone go in there and clean up the yeah. sweets. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> the fact that we're in Star Trek times and we don't just have a machine to do that is... Well, why can't they just basically just have a hologram squeegee just come through the entire room right. and just or go... Some, or, yeah, something along those lines. There's a there's, a, probably, little, there's a, a little microfilm on the room, and every time somebody leaves it, it just dissipates, and the new layer of microfilm comes up on. It's probably honestly fucking quarks cheap, and hologram and running holograms <laughs> are fucking like so power expensive. Yeah, I can see that. Because I remember reading an old uh, book from I think it was Next Generation, but it was just basically explaining as best they could how the the ships the different ship systems worked, and they were explaining the holodeck and how it's basically it is a um, combination of regular holograms, so it's just projected light. Um, force field so that like you can touch a hologram and then also replicator stuff so it's like okay that's why like they can walk out of the holodeck wearing clothes and stuff because they're wearing replicated clothes or they can drink coffee and wine okay stuff that's all replicated food um and then so this goes back to the quark having to clean the hollow suite i was reading on reddit or something and someone was like so do they have someone have to clean up the the holodeck on on Enterprise afterwards? And they're like, well, Enterprise is a is a very technologically advanced Federation ship, ship, so it probably has some sort of self cleanings thing. While Quark, on the other hand, has no has said mm-hmm. it, it, he has said he needs to have someone clean the hollow suites. Yeah, it's just like. Ugh. Yeah, I can see that. Having a makeshift slash jury-rigged hollow suite and just being like, yep, okay, well, it's got... I mean, it runs, but... Doesn't have the cum gutters. <laughs> uh, it's like a car that you have to start up with a screwdriver. Not to make reference to a specific <laughs> car, but yes, well, his, that specific car. That one was funny because when you say it, you have to start it with a screwdriver, you'd assume that means you have to shove a screwdriver into the ignition. 
But his was he had to just he had to open up the hood and just and push like it, yeah push the screwdriver and, into oh, I, I, in the I'm not if, from the way he described it to me it sounded like it was just like just you know just jiggle the screwdriver around in there till it starts until you make a spark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's he's had some he's had some bad he's luck some with cars. cars. Eh, everybody's got their yeah. I mean, I had used to have that old blazer that had a hole in the gas tank. Ooh. That was fun. Ooh, I kind of remember that. You drove that for like a month almost, didn't you? Um, That was the car I drove. I probably drove that for like two or three months. Oh, well. That was the car I abandoned that when I moved uh, to California. Oh, well. And then it just sat for like months and months and months <laughs> until... um. I'm not even sure what happened to it. I think my parents sold it to a junkyard or something. Hmm. It was a pe- It was. It wasn't bad for a free car. Actually, no, it was very bad for a free car because it had a hole in the gas tank. But if it didn't have that, I actually would have liked that car a lot because it was like a. It was like a mid-size SUV. Hmm. It was like an old '90s SUV. It was super weird though. So it had a digital display. So it was like digital odometer and everything but it had a carburetor so it didn't have a fuel it didn't have fuel injection it had it was just like weird what what is this this is just the weirdest fucking car in the in-between times yeah uh, the early 90s yeah but yeah yeah um so yeah i've been watching the orville oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I've been digging it. Is it the Orville or is it just Orville? Um, I, th- I think that you you might be right saying the Orville. I, th- I can, I've, I've for some reason I've I've always called it the Orville. I I I agree with that. Yeah. Now that I hear it like that, I just I don't think I've ever actually made Ener- that realization. Well, it's because Enterprise isn't that also an adjective? No, um, maybe no. It's a title. Well, title's like an adjective. I suppose. Because it... I guess, is it more, um, whatchamacallit, though? Um, Because something can be an Enterprise, and the Enterprise is a ship. But something can't... But it's like a tight... Because there's been multiple Enterprises, so Mm -hmm. is it more of a class of ship? Um, well, no, I just meant more of, um... I guess they never actually called... I'm thinking of Star Trek Enterprise as compared to Orville. Or the, oh, okay. I don't know what my point was. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, I dig the show. Um, it There's been a few points where it's like made me laugh out loud. Um, but... I don't know, there's some other show I was watching um, that I got like three episodes in, and I'm just like, why am I watching this? I, the stuff I dig in it is like there's maybe ten minutes of that in every episode, and then the other stuff is just kind of boring and making me sad because it's something all... else, space or sci-fi related, or kind of. It's what is it called? It's like oh, it's um, it's an AMC sh- show. It's called Nosferatu. Okay. But spelled, oh, with the numbers and letters. Yeah, yeah. like a license plate. Four A two. And it would make you think that it's a vampire show, 
but it's not. I think I've seen the something about that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a shot because I've got nothing better to watch. But <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's just like, God, this better get more of the stuff, more of the stuff I find interesting and less of the, this girl's, fa- this girl's family is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, in my, uh, boredom and that have been watching tons of shit I ended up watching, uh, through Glow. And that was a real surprising, decent show. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I just, it's, for some reason, it's kind of, I'd say it's hard to start a new show, but I've started, like, three new shows this week. I just, I don't know, I don't get real, uh, enthused about most shows coming out, but after ending Community, the, the, uh, Allison Brie connection connection, between the two was enough to... To make you want to... To make me want to watch it. And Mark Maron's character was really good in that. Yeah. I really... I, uh... Really dig him. He's a cool... He's, like, a cool old, like, set... Like, it takes place in the 80s, but he's a 70s, like, cult horror movie... ...director slash writer. So he's way into just, like, the full weird bug-out kind of horror. Mm. And... Like teeth coming out of vaginas and stuff. Like he's he's he was into like that kind of stuff. Vagina dentata. That movie that movie's on something streaming right now. The teeth. But real uh real surprisingly decent show. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things from it. Um I am looking forward to uh season four for sure. Yeah, I gotta I gotta finally sit down and just actually give that a shot it's hard because it's not um actively a science science fiction or fantasy yeah and that's kind of my like your shtick lately yeah or your interest uh just where i want to escape to i don't i don't really care about real life stuff yeah, yeah i don't really care about watching stories about people in their real lives i'd rather watch something set 2,000 years in the future Mm. or a million years in the past. I could have picked... I could have switched those around to (laughs) get better... um... I think I'm finally off of my anime kick again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You were... I I was on there for like a month, I feel like. I I rewatched pretty much all of my series I had on DVD and uh, went through a couple other series that were on Netflix that I've been meaning to catch up on. Yeah, I haven't really... It's weird not having a Crunchyroll anymore. I, I still I still do that every once in a while. It's like, oh, I want to watch... Oh, that's right. I can't. Oh, I'm not subscribed to that thing anymore. Yeah. I, um... I just haven't been able to pull the trigger on anime in a while. Like, I tried to watch uh, the second season of One Punch Man as it was coming out, but I just kind of lost interest. One Punch Man was cool for a little while, but anything that falls into that hard shonen category really loses its steam pretty quickly. Like, I don't know. I liked how it was a take-up of just kind of superheroes in general. How it's just, it's basically the questions of, well, how do you have stakes with a character like Superman, where he's basically invincible? And they're just like, or or like Goku, where it's just like, yeah, Goku's whole thing is that he always wins. So, what are we gonna yeah, have? Yeah, stopping? how how do you make that character interesting then? And they One Punch Man, I always liked where it's just like, oh, his interesting thing is that it's just like, 
Well, he just kind of saves the world because he doesn't have anything better to do. Mm-hmm. He's just a normal guy. Yeah. No, I definitely do like One Punch Man, but, but yeah, it was it was de- it was decent. I'm vaguely interested in the One Punch Man game that came out because the whole premise of it is is that you compose a team to uh, fight. Okay. And then you're basically running down the clock until One Punch Man can get there and then punch the person. <laughs> okay. Win. Okay. Um, it came out recently. I haven't watched any reviews or anything for it. Um, that's the thing I have not been into lately is uh, fighting games. I feel like the past couple of years I've super fallen off fighting games. I've never really been like I don't dislike them so much, but I don't. I've never taken so much time playing one that I felt like I've become good. Oh at yeah, it. no, I've never. I've never. Not even mastering, but just good. Like I've got. I've never known all the combos for one character. I I don't think I've ever memorized combos for for characters. Um, Outside of Super Smash, but that's not that doesn't count. Super Smash, but it's the same thing. Yeah, for Super everybody. Smash doesn't have a complex combo list. Um, but yeah, no, I think I've never gotten to a point in a fighting game where I'd feel comfortable like entering a tournament or anything. Oh yeah, it's always just a thing where it's just like I I felt confident enough playing with my friends and thinking I could win probably about half of the time. Yeah, and that's 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 a good level you want to be with your friends because you don't want to be the one friend that's just like, I am so good at this game and I will womp I'm, anyone who I plays will make it, it unfun for all of you guys and I want to play all the time. Well, it was um in Soul Calibur we had a buddy who always would play Yoshimitsu and it's just like, dude, this literally isn't fun <laughs> if if you're only gonna pick the same character over and, and over do the and sword over. dance thing. Yeah, all the time. yeah, just it. And it's just like... Or yeah. the, so, the sword pogo stick thing. Knock yeah. you down and then just do the little pogo Just do all the fucking bullshit. <laughs> I was just like, knows all the bullshit I was actually, for before you br- Before you brought that up, I was going to say the only game or the only characters in a game I've ever slightly felt comfortable about was Yoshimitsu and uh, Voldo. What was his name? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the dude who, who was frontwards and backwards. Yeah, Voldo's... The, the hand scissor things. Voldo's so weird. Uh, that's the thing. Like I've been so off fighting and the games for a while. Chick from uh, Tekken. That's a dude. Wasn't there a chick too? Maybe. Um, I think so. Maybe later on. Um, yeah, but... the newer one. Whatever. I yeah, know. no. The, uh, my my three sixty uh, era Tekken. My most recent Tekken game is Tekken Three for the PlayStation. Nice. So yeah, it was a dude there in that. Yeah, I never really kept up with Tekken that much. A lot of daddy issues in that game, it seems like. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I haven't even, I haven't been gaming. It's, well, no, I've been. Aside from Animal Crossing. Just, just Animal Crossing, yeah. Well, it's so easy to just play that and pop something on TV. My, my The reason I haven't been able to play it is because oh. I can't pay attention to TV. When I, like, I'll, I'll get caught up doing two things at once, and then I'll play. I'll realize I've been looking down at Animal Crossing for three hours. And it's like, motherfucker, I was trying to pay attention to this show, and now I'm some question mark of episodes away from when I stopped paying attention. And That's why I, just, I'll, 
I try to put on like just like a YouTube playlist sometimes of just like oh yeah here's a bunch of stuff yeah. I've already seen doesn't matter if I'm paying yeah usually I try to just throw like Portlandia on or something in the back but yeah. you know if you're not gonna pay attention to something you might as well still waste the electricity to play it. yeah of course uh, it's the conundrum of you don't of uh, you just want to have something on so that the noise fills the void. Ooh, the void. The void, void, void. Void, void. Um, so what what have you been up to? Day to day? Yeah, man, since the last time we talked. See, anything new happening? Nothing new, really. Um, definitely found, uh, some, uh, LED little lights for in the corners of in here though that I want to pull the trigger on nice and then I think I might uh get some shelf ends either pull the trigger next week or maybe the week after I'm hoping by next week but I don't know if I'm going to realistically have money for it by then yeah but... yeah I can't wait till we get this place fully set up oh it's gonna I think it's gonna look good I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be decent I think it's going to be decent. I'm also trying to find a shade for that guy. Yeah, something. We have got a bright light in here right. for those who can't yeah. see. Yep, right above where we... Right between us and above us. Oh, about two feet above us. So it does a really good job of just washing Shining. out our faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much the new stuff on that end of the spectrum. Otherwise, it's just been a lot of drum-related stuff and watching TV pretty much working a little bit. But Yeah, and I've I picked up some more hours this week, so I've been... Nice. I'm, I think I'm pretty much back to my, like... Your pre- full sketch? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite there, but I've got about three days a week, so... Well, it's funny, too, because the place, the place they sent me something. to... Uh, the place they sent me to, it's just like, apparently the day I started training there, they're also like, yeah, anyone who's not management doesn't need to be here. So oh, like, yeah, you brought that I'm up. I'm just like, cool. Guess I, I guess I'm just going to walk around the place and look busy. Yeah, that's got to be a weird one. That's got to be a weird one because you, you work under other places' yeah. Uh, rules. Yeah. Yeah, but it's whatever. It's I wasn't. I I was more nervous about it before I started, but then it's all just the same stuff now. Yeah. Uh, my real thing is I. <gasps> oh, nothing. Go ahead. I just remembered I have news. Oh no, go ahead. I was, but it's low. It's very local news to I us. I didn't have anything important only, to say. Only local to this general area. Tochi reopened. I did see that. Yes, Tochi ramen. Oh man, if you are. From the southeastern Wisconsin area and have not checked out Tochi Ramen in West Bend. They are only doing pickups at the moment and are very busy with their pickups at the moment. So if you're not calling before 6 o'clock, you're probably not going to get anything. But... I, uh, I had that uh, yesterday. We ordered, Me too. Uh, oh, I didn't have Tochi yesterday, but uh, oh. I had that, that same issue yesterday. I uh, ordered some Chinese food and it was just... 10 maybe 15 minutes of me calling just to try to to get, get through yeah just just, uh, just try to get through 
And then just only curbside pickup. Um, all this and that. It was, mm. it was really good. The because we're doing we do pick up at my restaurant and uh, Friday night being fish fry night uh, is always a real popular one. But we have a basically a uh, an appointment uh, calendar thing mm-hmm. for each day, and every fifteen minute time slot has an allowance for four orders. Okay. So if you fill up those time slots, it's you know, whatever, it's what it is. But by 5 o'clock, we were filled up through past 8 o'clock. So. That's gonna And we are only suck. open to, and the kitchen's only open until 9. So. It's one, it's one of those situations where it's like, you fill up the entire schedule by 5.30, and then everybody calling after 5.30, you just gotta tell tough. Because. We can't. We can't, can't yeah, do we it. Can't, yeah, we can't possibly fit all of that. The numbers don't work, people. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Toch is definitely in that boat too. So well, I, was, I called at like six thirty yesterday, and they were like, "No, we're not taking any more orders tonight." I was oh, um, I was worried about it when I saw that they shut down because I'm like, oh, "Are they going to be able to sustain themselves?" Exactly. Yeah. Fucking rest like restaurants. Like none of like a restaurant's already hard enough to keep open mm-hmm. for a year. Well, especially one that uses like they get all of their soup ba- like their soup bases and stuff like that from Japanese distributors. So, oh, really? Yeah. So it becomes a whole different ballpark of trying to get food. Oh yeah, because uh, you've got to deal with fucking importing you know, like powdered yeah. miso and all that kind of stuff is isn't readily available here in bulk farms. What so do you mean? we don't grow a ton of miso here? <laughs> Whatever miso is. It's a, like a mushroom or something. I don't like. know if they get it from Japan, but they get but it's it's definitely cuz it's not stuff that you can get from truck like in truck form from like Chicago. If you were like a, if, yeah, if you were like a normal Chinese restaurant, it's you know, they've got all their things. It's not stuff that's in that kind of category. So. Yeah, there's I, I I'm pretty sure it's in Chinatown in Chicago. There's like a huge fucking Asian food uh, oh, uh. distributor da- down there. Cuz I know back when I worked at uh, at the China uh, China Garden, they um we used to get a lot of like uh vegetables and stuff. Uh they would cu- they'd uh, come in all the boxes say from Oh, okay. I can't remember where, but it was from Chicago. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, if you're not getting it from there, then it's like, oh my god, that's gotta be such a pain in the ass. Oh, god, I could go for some ramen. That'd be really good. That really made my day the other day hearing that news. I'm very glad about that, because, like, before all this shit happened, they were looking at opening up a second location mm-hmm. and that kind of all got uh pushed to the wayside back yeah. yeah and just be like i know they've been open a few a couple of years or a few years now but they still feel like one of those kind of fledgling businesses mm-hmm. that who knows if they've got the money to keep up through all this and no like almost no restaurant there's like such little overhead in restaurants mm-hmm. so it's pretty much your it comes down to if your owner is wealthy enough personally. Yeah, to keep it point. running, yeah. And cares enough about it. That con- You need that nice combo. Man, I'm hungry. I feel you there. I don't know what I'm going to make when I get home, though. I'm probably going to put a pizza in after this. I think we still got a frozen pizza. I think I've got some pizza rolls. 
Put a card Berkey in the card Bovin. Oh. Um. I make like. I already had some White Castle burgers today. Mm, I can't. I shouldn't eat that. I've got some decent cup ramen. I could make that too. And I've got a couple packets of uh, individual spams. What? Like like a slice of spam? Yeah, they're basic. Yeah, they're not. I mean, it's not like normal slice thickness. It's like you know, quarter inch to a third inch thick about, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe half inch thick, but uh, yeah, just a little square wedge of spam. They're like a a buck or something like that. Does it come in like a condom wrapper? Uh, Yes. Actually, it's very simple. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no. (laughs) It's, yeah, because the top tears and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, baby, I've got protection. (laughs) Mm. Uh Mm. Uh Meaty. Oh, yeah. Spam gets a bad name, but it's it good. A, yeah. It's good if if you need some pro some some protein, some protein and salt. That, yeah, quick. It's there. It does the job. It's it's really it's, real ta- it's real tasty in ramen. I can imagine that. Yeah, fry some up with some garlic and uh, toss it in ramen, and that is... Ooh, baby, you got yourself a meal. That's what I like. Yeah, now we're just making ourselves <laughs> now we're just hungry. Making, this is me. So, I think this is probably... What are we at? What are we at? What are we at? We're like 40-some minutes. Oh, 40. dude, we're done. Yeah. yeah we're done. <laughs> this shit's done. Let's go get some food. It's done. Um, <laughs> got any uh, closing comments? Oh uh, yeah, I got my comment. This shit is done. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out. We done. Uh, um, but no. Um, I don't know. We talked about stuff and things. Yeah, it was a, it was a random day today. Yeah, we can, we can do just, what we want. This is our podcast. Yeah. I, it's my podcast. I can do what I want. See, sweet, see. Yeah. That's <laughs> nope. Nope. <clears throat> That's a keeper. That's a keeper. I I'd buy that for a dollar. <sighs> we just it's so uh, I wanna I wanna like a compilation of how many times we go, uh uh, uh No not not uh but like uh and uh. then and then just kinda keep going. <laughs> We do that so much. Because I, I swear uh. it's uh, <laughs> it happens to me where it's just like I, I go uh, and then I'm just like oh wait here's another thing nothing, I can talk nothing more yeah I've, I've got I, another I, bit. I did that too where it's like I'll I'll uh in kind of like a I'm I'm thinking about whatever we were just talking about and then I'll come to the realization three seconds later that I'm not thinking about any transition or anything <laughs> else and just wind up blanking on everything. Oh, um, I've got nothing to say now. Yeah. It's hard when you... Uh, just literally record- repeat the thing we just said. <laughs> it's hard when you're recording a show and you realize a lot of the time you have nothing to say. Oh, it's- man. It, that's kind of, I think that's kind of what I'm doing with these off book episodes is I'm just trying to 
get away from my habit of having just these notes that I can just go back to and just read. Yeah, from. No, you don't want to have to rely on it all the time. It's a crutch. It's it a th- it's a thing where it's just like okay, I because there's definitely points going back in editing where it's just like you say something and you're definitely looking for a response, but I'm too much just being like <laughs> and back to the notes. <laughs> Uh, as long as you acknowledge it, it's it, it, it's a thing where where it's just like, especially when I when I'm listening back to it, where it's just like, oh fuck, he was definitely like looking for someone to play in this space with him. <laughs> well, that's like my only use because otherwise, what am I going to talk about? Like, Swamp thing. Can, and all, can, all, how can, much you love it can, and how much can, it's great. Oh yes, you get, you hit that one right on the spot. That is there. what happened. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the only uh, the only real purpose I have is to poke fun at no, the you're things su- where you're supposed to be my hype man and and back <laughs> me till the ends of the earth. Yeah, I would. I can. I can agree. Till the that. day I die, my dude. As the trusty steed, you're my uh, trusty war <laughs> steed. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't like the riding ass. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the it implication seemed, of riding. Seemed, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, we're going to get going. Uh, I've been Meryl. And I've been uh, Eric. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop with some slippity slop. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, that's my new catchphrase. The, what was it? Catch you on the flippity flop with some slippity slop. Slippity slop? Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Pete's. Pete's. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.